0: Um, former deputy local government minister, former minister for sports. Yeah. Thank you. I I, I couldn't get time to ask you about the return <laughs> of uh, our our coach. Um, Thank you so much. Uh, I,
1: and and let us help her to sanitize the local governance system.
0: Amen. Thank you. <laughs> that will be it for Eyewitness News tonight. My name is Sanda, I'm at a production by Bevlin London, Zoe Abu Ado Nas Seidu. Six Dong Ulu Technical support from Daniel Squashi. Eyewitness News returns tomorrow at 17.30 GMT. But it's a Tuesday, so Philip Kofi and Sean is on Radio to bring you City Trends. Have a good night.
1: City News. We speak first. Reach
2: our hotline on 0302 976 732 and get interactive on Facebook City 97.3 FM and Twitter at City
1: 973.
2: City 97.3 Accra. It's another Tuesday evening and it's time for us to talk technology. If you are someone out there who has been wondering when is the right time for me to get a brand new laptop, what are the things for me to look out for when I want to get a brand new laptop? Well, this is the show. You're welcome to City Trends. My name is philip ashore and you're welcome to city Trend. on the show today we will be looking at the new definitions of what computing power for a personal computer is and we are going to be having both technical and very retail-minded conversations or commercial conversations we'll be trying to help you understand what to consider today when you walk into a shop or you're making a purchasing decision about a brand new personal computer it can be a mac it can be a windows computer well we'll be discussing all that on the show today in the studio with me divine popolampo is the tech lead at stimulus and of course edward opoku is the head of it and new media at city fm and city tv you can be a part of the conversation by sending in your WhatsApp messages, your questions, and your queries on 0549-986-996. Alternatively, you can send us a message on WhatsApp as well, like I indicated, and a message on Twitter. Um, alternatively, you can send us a message using the hashtag City trends. That is C-I-T-I-T-R-E-N-D-S. So if you're ready, let's get the show on the road. Share your thoughts and opinions on the show via the WhatsApp number zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. Tweet at us using hashtag #CityTrend. So you happen to be a lucky person who has either been given some money or you happen to have some disposable income available to you. You are looking for a new personal computer. Obviously, there are things that you need to consider whether you should get a Mac or you should get a Windows PC or you should get anything else from a Linux or whichever it is that's available. We'll be talking about all of that in just a few minutes. But what really are supposed to be the things that will influence you to get a brand new laptop and what should you be considering if you want to make a purchase? If you happen to be in this space or this conundrum well this is a show for you and if you have any questions you can send them in as well on zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six and the studio do with me is divine and edward or eddie and we'll be having a conversation about this and gentlemen you're welcome to the show
0: thank you thank you
2: now um currently if someone wants to make a purchasing decision of a personal computer what are the options available in the market in terms of the broad spectrum? so pc mac whatever whatever what are the options available even before we get into the nitty-gritty of what to look out for and then everything else will follow from there
1: Ah, that's a big question (laughs) well there's all manner of things available for whatever you will want um, a, a laptop to do or a computer to do for you. So, um, we'll break it down into, let's say, entry level, maybe um midstream um um computer, and maybe a, a what a power user will use. Then we have the workstation or the pro pro um level, level. computers. Yes. <laughs> so, so
2: I mean, in terms of bar I mean there are gazillions of brands available yes. now but I mean Divan, what are the most prominent brands right now that anyone who is looking at purchasing a device should consider
0: yeah there are lots of options on the market uh, but you normally hear HP Dell Lenovo um, Apple and um, uh, Toshiba m- m- mostly no toshiba nice coming down but <laughs> there are lots of options on the market and of course recently our teachers are using one which is called um, How do you deal with it? It's the one that tickets are using now. I don't know. So, yeah, those are the options available. Now,
2: in terms terms of... I mean, the main thing that drives most of these personal computers are operating systems. Mm -hmm. So, what are the operating systems currently available as the most, I don't know, effective ones to, to lean on, Eddie?
1: Yeah, so for operating systems, the big names are Apple or Mac OS then we have windows then also there is linux then we have chrome os yeah um for the average user mac chrome os and windows windows yes so for the average
2: user these are the three most prominent ones Mm -hmm. if you want to get into specifics and you like to you know do some extra things then you can look at the others but windows mac os Mm -hmm. linux Chrome, Chrome, OS, yeah, yeah,
0: Chrome is built on Linux. Yeah, yeah. All oh, right, Chrome so
2: is. so we have those three as the most mm-hmm. prominent ones that we have to look at. All right, so now those ones are out of the way. Mm-hmm. So we we have sort of gotten an idea. Okay, we have all these brands available. We have these three main operating systems that you know are in demand, and um, that you can easily get servicing for if you have any challenge. Mm-hmm. Now let's look at what are the key things within the machine that you you should be looking out for. And you talked about entry level, you talked about intermediate, you talked about. So let's look at the main things you should be looking out for within the machine that should inform anybody's decision when they want to make a purchasing um, decision for a machine.
0: Yeah, I think the most important thing you should look out for when you want to buy a computer is based on the usage scenario. That's the most important thing. What do you want to use your machine for? Right. And it is based on that, that uh, for b- purpose of this discussion, we are breaking them down into the levels Eddie mentioned, the entry level, the basics, mainstream, and the power or the pro user that Eddie mentioned. Right. Um, when you talk about entry level machine, that's your usage scenario. Perhaps you just want to use your computer for browsing the internet, for internet-based uh, activities, like browsing, checking your emails, doing social media, and everything that you do lights in the cloud so cloud-based activities that's the entry level so if somebody like that you are looking for a computer for that person then like the chrome os will be a very good option and they are cheap. now you move on to the second category called the basics so the basics has to do with people who maybe like students you want to do word processing just simple spreadsheet applications not enough like computations here and there Uh, powerpoint presentations you want to use it to view I- images, um, listen to music, browse, YouTube, here and there. So that becomes like a basic user. So you type stuff, you do some small spreadsheet applications and that. Right. Then we we'll move on to what we call the mainstream users, which most of us who are in our, in our workplaces, we use them for everything that we do. So it includes everything under the basics users that we mentioned earlier. Um, plus, you want to do more spreadsheets. You want to do more PowerPoint presentations. You want to do some basic graphic editing like not so much intense graphic editing work and basic video editing that is your basic by uh, paints and all those things that come with your computer and all that <laughs> and you'll be doing <laughs> basic <laughs> computer programming and some 3d applications and some video games so you those becomes like the mainstream you're the everyday people you see us around the computer we use we are more like the mainstream users before you get to people we call the pro or the power users who do more like intense graphic editing work. They they carry their machines that when they put it down you hear the fans spinning like a helicopter coming <laughs> around and all those things those are the power users so are those the same <laughs> people who
2: sometimes connect especially for the um, the desktop machines yes, you these. have water you know water cooling, cooling systems yeah, and things, things like things, that those right. are
0: like the power users so those are like the four key things you should consider when you want to buy a new computer Now, right. what is the user scenario that is the first thing that should like be the main thing you look at before you go into whether you want to buy a dell the os you want to choose and all those things
1: right eddie yeah awesome i mean we forgot to add the gamers also for yes of course the gamers yeah. the, a lot of times when people talk about computers and they, they want to game they don't even understand that the requirements of games are so so high that they fall in that category of pro users then you can talk about <clears throat> also i'm talking about chrome OS, for example. It is a, a system that people often overlook. I mean, there's times people come to me and they're like, oh, I need a computer. What are you going to use it for? Um, I'm going to type documents. I'm, I'm going go to, to watch a movie. I'm going to watch a I'm movie. I'm going to Netflix. You know? And for me, especially now with the level at which we've gotten into with our networks, I think that something like a Chrome um, um, OS, for example, makes so much sense. For example, I have Uh, a, a a MacBook Pro, but I end up doing a whole lot of things in Google Docs, for example, so uh, um, sh- sh- uh, sheets, Google Sheets, um, Google Docs, Google this, and and everything is on the cloud. So yeah. wherever you are, especially now that we do a lot of collaborations, for example, here as a media company, you have um, reporters coming in with their stories. I mean, you can be there out there on the field. You can just fire up your Android phone, go to your Google Docs, and start already when right, you are being driven back to the office. Start typing your office your story. By the time you you, you get here, <laughs> your story is already on the computer yeah. and with Um, a few editing here and there with the support of uh, an app like Grammarly within a few minutes you are up and going you know Uh, but um, we are still a bit stuck in the old ways of doing things and I think that a topic like this will do well to you Mm. know change people's um, Mm. misconceptions Mm. especially in Ghana because we haven't accepted this Chromebook thing They are so cheap on the market when you do find them, you know. And I think that for a lot of people, that's all that they
2: need. That's all that they need. So the use case scenario should be the first hurdle Mm -hmm. before you even consider everything else from competing power to price to whatever. It it almost seems as if price would be the very last thing you think about Mm -hmm. within that that cycle. Mm -hmm. So we've gotten beyond the use case scenario what should be the next thing we consider you talked about ram size and things like so if we can get into those details yes then we 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 can we can proceed from there because ultimately and listeners ultimately we are going to get to that point where we are going to we are going to come to understand that there's 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 an evolution almost going on in terms of the processing power of computers Mm -hmm. and we'll come to that later in the conversation so let's go into the nitty-gritty after we've made or after we've decided in our mind that this is the use case scenario on a daily basis what are we then to consider from there
0: yes so um so let's let's just use the categories again the entry level we mentioned chrome sometimes you go into the market you see uh, some computer that say they are using windows go or Win- uh, Windows 10s, which are like the lower versions, stripped down versions of Microsoft Windows and those machines are so cheap. So if your use case scenario is the first category of the entry level we mentioned, we can go for that. Now, after that, you know when you go to the shops, you're looking for computers, you see some things written Core i3, 1.2, GAZ. 4 gig RAM, 128 gig, and people will be confused. You, you tell somebody that oh my RAM is four gig, you say, ah my phone is even 16 gig. Why is your RAM 4 gig? Like yeah. you know, like that kind of stuff. There's different between the RAM and the hard disk drive and all those things you should for in, in terms of even the screen resolution so that right. things look well on them and all that kind of stuff. So um moving on to the business. If you are into um, Big Zix, which is somebody who does simple word processing, simple uh, spreadsheet applications, you do lightweight presentations, and you sort of listen to music or browse the internet, that is like basic computers you start with. The specs that you should be looking at um, when you go to your shop is first look out for something that has Core i3, Core i3 processor with a speed of 1.2 gigahertz. So normally you hear um, them writing GHZ. Okay. That is like the speed at which like the computer power moves. So it's just like how on mobile phones, you have what we call 3G and 4G. Like this speed starts from 1.2 GHz. So okay. if you are an entry-level person and you go to their shop, look for something of Core i3 1.2 GHz that has got 4 gig RAM. Okay. The example that's to go into the market and go and look for machines with 2GB RAM. In this day mm-hmm. and age and how applications have evolved, 4GB RAM for an entry level will, will make your experience very worse. Right. And look for something which had an SSD drive if you can. Right. Now, there are two types of hard disks in the machine. We have the HDD and SSD. Right. HDD means hard disk drive, right. and it's, like, so 2010-ish, you know. Mm-hmm. Now we've moved on beyond that. And even though it's still... It has, it has a disk with,
2: <laughs> with 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 a needle a, a reading. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, those like, um, the way the mechanism works is uh, disks, just like your CDDs, stack together, and, and they move around right. in your computer. Most machines that we have now have um, HGG in them, right. but still are susceptible to, you know, easily failures when your machine falls down or cracks and all that. That's why most people have what we call a solid state drive right. SSD, which makes things move quicker. Now, some people will want to say, okay, I want to buy a machine, I want it to be one terabyte and that kind of stuff. Again, it's about your use case. An entry level person going for something with 128 gig of SSD should be more than enough for you because right. you're not going to do a lot of high powered stuff. So again, call i3, 4 gig RAM, 128 gig of SSD. Then again, you look at your, your screen resolutions. The minimum you should go for these days should be like 13366 by 768 resolution. Right. Most of the shops usually write those things on them so that you don't have to power on a computer to see how crazy it looks. or bright they'll look like. Because now most of us are even watching TVs that are 4K. So if you want to start with an entry level machine, something of 720p and above should be okay for you. So right. those are the things you should look out for and look and see if it has got usb ports because you may be connecting mm. peripherals mm. your pen drives and any other periphery you want to connect to HDMI. It, hdmi and all those things and of course you should have wi-fi and there are different standards of wi-fi available right. so um when you're getting it just ask them whether it has Um, the latest spec of wi-fi mostly all the machines on the market most of them
2: will lie to you though yes they won't tell you which
1: (laughs) (laughs) which which but the truth is that the truth is that like he mentioned most of the machines on the market unless maybe it's a very old stock you know even if it's the it's a lower spec they will still put in things like wi-fi will always have the latest uh, tech. exactly
2: but my the challenge here is some of these shops will have you know, machines that are probably a few years old. And so, for example, whereas you would have or you prefer Mm -hmm. that the USB port is a USB Mm 3.0, which I'm sure we'll come to in a bit, it will probably have a Mm 2.0, which means that in terms of the reading and write speeds, you know, you don't have the most optimal. So that's what I mean. Like when you go to a shop, how how are you able to for example tell tell that okay this machine i'm looking at the specs that they've written Mm -hmm. are exactly what i need is there something that you can look out for for example the wi-fi you know that divan you're you're talking about is there something in particular we should be looking out for so we know that okay this is you know the the, the optimal one
1: for something like um um a usb for example i mean the latest tech is usb-c which is a small tiny one like the one for the phone pin Okay, so the for that one, Yes, for that one, if you see it, it it's clear, you can't miss it. Right. But if you have the normal size, they are color coded. Okay. Okay. You have black, you have white and you have blue. Right. Blue being the highest, which is USB 3. Okay. okay. So look out for that. Sometimes you have a machine that has maybe four ports or two ports and you realize that one is blue. The other is black. Okay. These days you hardly see the white. Mm. <laughs> mm. <Yes>. Mm. <laughs> so just look out for those things. For example, we have a a, a a network port, for example, an RJ45 port, where we, we, you connect your network, a physical network cable. cable. Okay, so you normally it's the sign is like a tree. Okay, so if you see one box up and two down, that means it's a normal Ethernet, which is old tech. Right. Okay, now we've transitioned to gigabits. Okay, so with gigabits, you are going to see one up and three down. In some instances, you might even see one up, fall down okay. uh, well, that is extreme anyway <laughs> yes but, but yeah that's
2: what you should be gunning for
1: per- perfect okay then you have things like um, um hgmi okay now HDMI is a better way of doing th- stuff so for example to connect your computer to a tv and extend the usage of your laptop yeah. you you need a means the old means we used a vga which is like a um. um a a socket that has lots of pins pins in 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 them and usually they are color-coded blue okay but with that you have to get another means of translating the sound onto the tv right but with the hdmi everything is inclusive sound and visual yes and these days it even allows you to control your tv from your laptop so watch out for hdmi all the TVs these days have HDMI, right. even, even the setup boxes, you know, multi TV, all those things connect with HDMI. So, if you mm-hmm. look at the port on your, your, your multi TV and your lap that laptop no gets some it means that laptop is uh, somewhere, yeah, uh, 2010 and <laughs> 25,
0: <laughs> 2005. Yeah. All right, so after searching out your connectivity, your RAM, and all those things, one thing you also want to look out for is your battery, right? Um, normally, some shops write the number of sale in a battery and mm-hmm. uh, there, so. With your uh, basics, that we should look for something that has three cell battery and above. Okay. That should give you, let's say, on Windows about three hours of playback time when you're watching or browsing the web frequently. That's on battery? Yes, on battery. Um, so, and, and, and after that, then now you consider the operating system. But
1: talking about, the, um, talking about the batteries, you also have to note that if the laptop has something like an SSD, it, it also adds up to extending your battery life because the ssd has a lower power draw so if, if you have a laptop that has an ssd the, the you the probability that you have a longer battery life is 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 is, 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 is high then um yeah continue yeah,
0: yeah then, then you you look at the operating system as well so as you are talking about the business entry level mostly you see windows on the market a lot but you wouldn't also be far off getting a device that comes with mac os so in terms of looking at these particular specs the 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 commonest mac or mac device you see will be macbook air right so that will fit the entry the, the basic level the basic level yes macbook okay. air is a perfect um entry level for this and they normally start with this 128 gig of 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 of, of uh, storage space right. their resolutions so okay their battery life is also on point macbook macbook air could take you about six to eight hours because they've optimized their os for the hardware as, as well so okay. yes so when you get anything of this sort so to go over again your basics you should look for core i3 device with a minimum speed of 1.2 gigahertz four gig of ram should be your minimum what you should look out for 128 gig of ssd should be perfect for you your screen resolution should be like 1366 6 by 768 look out for usb ports look out for blue um uh, Wi-Fi, um, if you can some may, if you can with Bluetooth, but it comes at an extra cost, and um, you should try and get your battery, that will be 3-cell battery, and you should have Windows running on it, always look out for the latest version of Windows so that it's easier for you to take advantage of Beads. all the latest updates, updates that comes with Windows, so right. something of Windows 10 and above if you happen to go to a shop and you get Windows 11, hooray, but Windows 10 should be what you should be looking for. You should be looking out for <laughs> but there, A lot of
1: times there is a temptation to go for a bigger capacity storage right. okay so you hear 128 oh tell me phone will cry 256 okay but with modern tech you don't really need that big of a storage especially because of the cloud storage exactly. options available so instead it's better to opt for a faster storage which is right. an ssd right.
0: than
1: to go for an hdd one thing you have to note is especially for those of you that Carry the laptop around your house, or microwave TV. Now you carry it to your uh, the TV area. You carry it to your bedroom. HDDs don't like that. HDDs don't like that at all. When you do that, within a short time, you hear it creaking and cracking. Your computer becomes very slow. It yeah. will die within a few months, and it won't serve you well. So instead of going for one terabyte HDD, which is cheap, it is better for you to opt for one twenty-eight, two five-six SSD. And get a good data plan, and make sure you store everything on the, the cloud. That's
2: that's a very powerful one, um, as well. Um, your questions are still welcome on the show zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. Divine.
0: Yep. So let's just move on quickly to the mainstream um, users because we've dealt, with, we've dealt with the entry and the basics. Going to the mainstream users, which is what most of you should be having using for your workplace activities and all that, and that. um you know, some people will want to get Core i3 still, but your speed you should be looking at should be a minimum of 2.0 Gigahertz. Because we mentioned the stuff you'll be doing. You'll be doing more spreadsheet intensive work, more presentations, and you'll be doing more browsing work and all that. So you should go for a Core i3 with a 2.0 Gigahertz speed at the minimum. But I will recommend you go for something that start with Core i5. Because okay. um, it's, it's it has more computer power than the S3. Because that's your mainstream device you'll be using for working. And your RAM should be 8 GB RAM. I know most IT people will be angry with me in those control because they might go and buy four gig RAM i uh, i three for their workers. But if you really want them to be efficient, to be faster in what they do, for you to get more value from your workers, your minimum running should be looking for is eight gig RAM. Right. So that and even with the RAMs we have different types. We have DDR three, DDR four, right. DDR two. Yeah. The minimum we should look at for is eight gig RAM DDR three. Right. If you get DDR four, that is very cool because it's also faster. That's what you should be looking at for. And your SSD drive again here, you should be looking for SSD drive. It's going to be your mainstream device, which you're going to be using for most of the work we mentioned earlier. Yeah. So, something like at least two, five, six gig SSD should be your base starting. Because we mentioned one, two, eight for the for the basics level. With this mainstream level, you should look for two, five, six gig SSD as your minimum starting point. Right. If maybe your money will not read the SSD level and you want to go for a hard disk drive level, Normally, these days, if you stop doing five one two hard disk in devices, so it's you see, it's normally eight gig paired with one terabyte of yeah. hard hard disk drive. So you should go for that as well. And your screen resolution shouldn't also be below 1366 by seven six eight, because you yeah. shouldn't be below that. The reason why I'm talking about screen resolution is how things come on your screen. They come pop and look and all that. So you just want it to give you like that kind of feel for you to be able to do your spreadsheets. You shouldn't be scrolling through your extra sheets. For just basic computation, if your screen resolution is very, very crisp and high has high a high resolution, you can have a lot of activities done on your screen, uh, in, in in one in one snap. Hmm. Then um yes, the screen size of your device that's one thing we didn't mention in the, in no, the basics and the entry level. But normally, basic level you should have a screen size of if you have an 11 inch screen because of what you be doing, a, a 13 inch, a 14 should inch be should be fine with you. Now, in this mainstream level, normally 14 inches, and some even start with 13. 13. Because when you look at uh, Mac OS and Apple's devices, for instance, they have a high resolution, even though their screen size is small. So mm. things still look sharp mm. and Better. crisp on them. So mm. 13 inch should be what you should be looking at to start this your mainstream level. And you can go to 15 or 16 inches. Adi,
2: we've been talking about Khoai for mm-hmm. i 5. Can you give us a general understanding of what this core business is about so people can get it out of
1: okay. the way? So to start with, let me say that um, since the 1970s, the the, the, the basic of microprocessors, which are the main components in the computer that processes the data, has not really, really, really changed. Now, what has changed are the methods to optimize its use. Okay? So for example, yesterday, Apple had an event and they outdoor their latest processes. And I mean it, it's crazy what they've done.
2: We will come to that. We'll come to that, yeah. we'll come to that but one later in the
1: Looking at it seriously, you realize that it is the same thing. They have just optimized the way everything should work. You know. So if you say um the processor, the processor is 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 the the component that processes the data. Okay. Now you have very limited space in every computer, so you want the processor to be of a certain size. Now, earlier on, they, they, they tried to put multiple physical processors in computers, but that meant that there's going to be a high energy draw, physically it's going to be big, and it won't work for the future. So what they did was that they designed the processes as if they are stacking them on each other. Okay, so they introduced things like cores. Cores, so when you say a core, it's like two processors in one, which means two cores, uh, um, four cores, six cores, and now AMD is even talking about 64 the cores. cores. They are just about to announce their 64 core rising processor, and I mean it's crazy. You, you see, then we have things like threading. Okay, so the threading is a system that has been implemented in the processes that allows different functions of one. Data set to be carried in different streams, okay. and it will process them all together. Then, after it's done, it will match them. Now, you have to realize okay. that the microprocessor works in sec in microseconds, right. okay, well, what is referred to as clock speed. So, the clock speed is what translates into the speed that we refer to as gigahertz, right. which means billions of instructions per, per second. second. So, every second. a a microprocessor, a single core of a microprocessor is able to process billions of instructions. So whatever you want your computer to do is broken down into instructions. Then the instructions are distributed among the cores. Then inside the cores also, they are broken down into threads. Then the computer, so immediately these things are full, then it is going to put them in a sequence. Okay, so if the cores are full, the threads are full, then the next stage is going to do is that okay? so one logo longo line. So when it finishes this one, then it will load mm-hmm. the red, mm-hmm. it will Load the red. But then it's going to make use of the memories. Now earlier on, they realized that no, we need some kind of memory that the computer can call on. Now, if right now I give you a task, okay, I say one times four times fifteen minus eighty-five. The first thing you do is to take a, a pen and start writing, okay? So the computer also needs something like that. Okay, so with that, first it was sitting somewhere. And realize I know it's not helping so they included that into the microprocessor what is referred to as caching right. and the caching there's different different levels so you, you hear people say l1 l2 when they are talking about uh, they are doing new devices and the apple people and the sony people are talking you hear the l1 l2 and know that is what it means so now they've integrated that into the microprocessor itself because now there is modern technology they can squeeze so many things into a That's tiny 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 bit, tiny, tiny bit. so it said that you can't even see with your naked <laughs> you need a, 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 an electron microscope to be able to see those things. So that is it. Then you can talk about the memories. The memories itself have been brought closer to the microprocessor. said that now Apple says, okay, then we'll put them all together as one component. Then we'll put, we'll put a, a fast connection. A fast data connection amongst these devices so that they they work as if they are one component
2: so that is the next level that is so the next basically level. when we talk about the cores quad cores and dual in fact, cores and whatever it just basically means being stacked together yes, onto like your, you mentioned yes, yes, yes. into in, one
1: Processor,
0: yeah, processor okay. unit. Another way to look at it in uh, another term is maybe look at it like your brain, mm-hmm. people having brains and how we think. So, your, your cores or the processors are the brain of the computer. Mm-hmm. So, in this case, when I'm talking about core I3, let's just take it like somebody who is at JHS level. So your computer thinks JHS-level computation. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what you can do. Right. When I go to call I-5, maybe I'm talking about SHS-level computation. I go to I-7, I'm thinking about... Uni. Uni. Maybe I-7 professor level, uh, I-9 professor level. Right. Yeah, so just like how you think or the kind of calculations you can do, as Eddie was mentioning, if you are using Core I-3, you can do JHS-level comput- mm-hmm. calculations. Like, you can think around that quick. If you are using call I-5, maybe SHS-level. That's what it simply means. So... As we are linking everything to your user scenario, yeah. if you want to do more spreadsheet application computation and then things, you should know fast. the level, you should know the level, you should move on. So that's why I recommended that you get for an a core i5 processor, which will make things faster for you. And
1: right. and the interesting thing is that sometimes as if these engineers they look at how human beings behave. Okay, so when you talk about the modern processes, now they are tailor-making the processes. So if you have four cores all the four cores are not optimized for the same functions. You have a core that is designed for neural processing or uh, AI. You have a core that is designed for graphics. You have a core that is designed for mathematical calculation. You have a core. So they are all optimized. Like you say that when your baby is born, it's tabula rasa, right? (laughs) Then as a child develops, you say, oh, as for this child, the left side of the brain or the left hemisphere of the child's brain is, is, is stronger than the right, right, which means the child is going to be either more logical or artistic, you know, and those are the things. So now the, the, the tailor make, make the processes. Depends. So, and you you make a decision as to which... Yes, there's an aspect of it that, that, you that, going that decides. To be, you don't decide. The machine decides. <laughs> the uh, machine in, in conjunction with, with software. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: so now we've looked at the basic, we looked at typically like your beginner mm-hmm. we've we've looked at your your entry the mainstream the mainstream, and so now we are what's what's the next the level user. here the power user <laughs> so the, the heavy user like like the heavy
0: user gamers and all those video editors 3d artists architects and logos and the heavy users so,
2: so. the heavy users if you fall within that category mm-hmm. in this case probably like if if we are going by the illusion of the brain mm-hmm. like or the brain capacity like the phd yeah
1: the professors the
2: professors <laughs> what what should they be looking for yes yeah.
0: Yeah, so you should look for something with a uh, core i7 processor um, minimum processor speed of 2.2 gigahertz that's what you should be looking for minimum but, um, you know, what, depending on what you want to get into the heavy intensive way you want to get into, some people now consider core i9. There's core i9. Yeah. Most people don't know, but there's core i9 processor. Mm-hmm. And your RAM should be 16 gig of DDR3 RAM. Yeah. Um, so it, it looks like we, we keep on multiplying the RAMs by two <laughs> as we move on. Yes. So it should be 16 gig of DDR2 RAM. And your hard disk. DDR3, RAM. Uh, DDR3 sorry. DDR3 RAM. And your hard disk should be like 512 gig of ram ssd ssd so uh, ssd sorry so that it can help you go on and of course your screen resolution at this time at this stage you should be looking for 1080p Mm -hmm. that should be 1920 by 1080 that should be your screen resolution and 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 this because of what you'll be doing if you are going for a heavy user perhaps you are doing graphic intensive work you are doing like modeling 3d modeling you are maybe a student is going to pursue architecture or maybe somebody who is trying to pursue programming computer programming you need a high power computer and all those things so these are the specs you should be looking for in the business of course your wi-fi all the things you mentioned usb ports and everything life and all and you can still go in for something that comes with a windows machine or a mac os based machine or for programmers which are starting now, they love having computers with Linux-based mm-hmm. uh, operating system. So mm-hmm. these are the things you should be looking at for, based on your usage scenario when you are when, when and what you should do with it. Okay, okay. so
1: um, um, just an aside. There are two aside. Um, number one, if you are going for I, I will, I will recommend going for an i7 instead of going for an, an i9, because a lot of times the heat thresholds are such that. Immediately they hit it, it will just throttle the machine down and you won't get the full... What does that mean? Okay, so computer processors are like car engines, okay? I, I like cars. Well, we know. <laughs> yeah. So um, immediately they heat up, their performance reduces, right. okay? And because the more work they do, the more current they draw into the system, they heat up. All right, so if you have a system like an i9 system, it means that it's going to draw a, a lot, lot of heat. energy. Mm. And once it's drawing a lot of energy, it's going to heat up. Mm. Probably you are using a laptop, so the, the enclosure itself is limited. Okay, so even with very high tech cooling, you still, the computer is going to be throttled down. Okay. When I say throttled down, it means that software, it, a sensor is going to sense the temperature level. Then software will tell it, okay, reduce the level at which you are working. Mm. so that you don't and bear and that enough. affects the capacity yes naturally theoretically right. even the slowest processor okay with the correct cooling and the wattage that is applied to it can perform crazy at crazy levels if you got yes yes theoretically <laughs> if you can get some high-powered you know freezing system to freeze it right. and at the same time you can give it enough to keep power, it at that very temperature it, right. it can do miracles right. but everyday computing you can't do that yeah. yet i mean that is the stuff of uh, science labs is, is, is that why
2: sometimes for example some of the computers you would find like a water-based system yes, sort yes, of yes, yes, acting yes, yes. as a cooling yes. system for it just because mm-hmm. of the amount of mm-hmm. heat it, it mm-hmm. tends to generate yeah. we'll be coming to your comments in just a bit and you can send them through on our whatsapp number 0549986996 we are in the studio with divine and edward and we are having a conversation about the new definitions of what it means to have a personal computer or the new definitions of a computing power of a computer which most people um would consider when they are going to you know purchase a device so for both of you it, it, it clearly means that sometimes when you're making a decision about a laptop mm-hmm. sometimes it might not necessarily be the year necessarily mm-hmm. be the year when the laptop was released that makes it the best yes your consideration should be more with yes. what you are using a machine for mm-hmm. which category you find yourself and then which machine best fits what you're trying mm-hmm. to do i I'm, I'm, am i is that is that yeah basically, the, basically
0: is that, it, that is yeah. it so yes. when you move from there and you really want to dig deeper into the specs. The next thing you also have to consider is your pockets. Mm-hmm.
2: That's when you consider your pockets. pockets.
0: After you talk about your usage scenarios and you want to dig deeper into the specs, it's when you consider your pockets. Right. Why do I mean by that? So when you go to um, a place, you see like three machines there, they are called i3. But one will be a... Sp- one will be more expensive than the other. Now it depends on what we call the generations. Mm-hmm. So you could see uh, Core i3 8th generation, Core i3 ninth generation, 10th, or now we even have 11th generation. Mm. That's the latest uh, Intel processor generations. Mm. So um, when you go to the shop, you may see that, okay, based on the entry-level specs I mentioned, call i3 and all that, but you go to the shop, we have 5th generation, 6th generation, 7th generation, and 8th generation. It, 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 it now comes back to what you have in your pocket. But considering the, the basics, you know what you want, this is what you want. It's just like you want you want a building and you go and now it's okay. Do you want it, them to do graffiato painting or you want the normal <laughs> painting? Yeah, it, it depends on your, <laughs> on your pocket. The buildings it can be inside them anyway. Yeah, so that's when you consider that, that particular option. Right. So if you have the money and you want to buy a device that sort of will take you for the longer haul, so, because, you know, comput- computer processors' powers, theoretically, are supposed to ha- increase their power every two years by something we call the Moore's law, which now most uh, computing has disputed that because, like, every year we are getting more faster yeah. processors and that kind of stuff. So, that's when you look at your, your pocket. And, a- again, the processors, you also, when you get to I5 and above, you start looking at the cores, like whether this is dual core, put together, quad core, Hezacore or octa call. Right. like you see all those things by them. But so that's
2: when the pocket comes in. That's the when
0: the pocket comes to conversation. So, all right. yes. so let's
2: get to some of the let's get some of the comments, and then the next leg is the new definitions of computing power that we are seeing today. A clear example, of course, is the Apple event that happened yesterday and what they've been doing since um, last year and two years ago. Um, we have a message here, please, as a gentleman in the studio um that which laptop or which brand of laptop is best to use in this in these hot tropics of Ghana. Is AMD processor good for the Ghanaian terrain?
0: When it comes to the brand <laughs> um any brand works so far as the specs meet your user scenarios. Right. Okay. Now the second question has to do with the AMD processes. Yes. Um AMD processors are a type of processor, so we have AMD and Intel. Those are the common processors we have uh, for for laptop machines. But they are what we call we also have a different ones called the ARM-based processors, which or um, are- we have the Intel Atom processors. Now, conception that AMD processors are usually not good for our our, our situation. When you when you ask any computer repairers or those things, oh this AMD there, oh it's too hot. Because they bought this what we call graphic processors into them and they intend it to be for intensive usage like heavy graphic usage. That's what they bought for them in earlier. And they use more power also. Mm. So normally if they are not connected to power, their fans and processors try running faster and it it get more heated. And considering our weather, because things are, are hot, it. like it's sort of makes it wear out quickly right. and that's what has generated that that that's that, that perception, that, perception. That perception. Mm. but if you are in a you know a very cold area like always you're using it and you're working for yes you could you could use that
1: the, the the thing is that um when it comes to processes like he mentioned earlier there are generations and the major vendors amd and intel at every point in time they have where their strengths lie right. okay so um amd was raining for a while when it comes to power computing, uh, that's consumer power computing, then Intel came and overtook them, so... Back and forth, back back and forth, forth. good. So, at a particular time, based on what you want to do with your computer, you either want uh, an AMD or an Intel. At the moment, if you are talking about power computing, you have the AMD Ryzen, and they are very, very powerful. At the same time, their power draw and everything is also minimal. Even talking about Intel processors alone, the generations, if you take a 7th generation um, i7 and you compare it to an 8th gen i7, you realize that its power draw is higher. So, like I was saying, depending on what you are going to do with your computer, you choose. For me, when it comes to brands, when it comes to brands, I mean, Ghana, we uh, usually hang on brands because a lot of times I'm going to say this we don't like reading and because we don't like reading a lot of times we just want to listen to what people say oh yes see hp now, yeah yes dell now. yeah so we always tend to buy hp or dell right. then when we have a, a lot of money we buy apple but sometimes <laughs> you realize that i remember one of my earliest computers okay <laughs> the, the guy was trying to sell the computer nobody was buying because the name was compal c o m p a l compal it wasn't compact. It was compound you know and nobody wanted to buy the machine and i checked out the machine then i went to you know i mean those times me i was heavy into the internet compel. so i just went and went to do my research and found out, actually the machine be powerful machine so compel. i bought the machine and i could play a uh, need for speed underground and things on the machine compel. <laughs> compel, I tell you. and so usually what the big names do is the fit and finish right okay when it gets to the internals they all use the same processes from the same vendors right. asrock asus or any of those ones you know it is a fit and finish so if you know that you are somebody who is good at taking care of stuff okay you can go for a lesser known name but, but then get the higher specs right. you know if you
2: can, if you can it, take okay. care of it Let's get to some of these messages. Um, Kweku says, good evening, please. Does iPhone do or do iPhones come with RAMs? Okay. I walked into an, a phone shop and opted for an iPhone XS Max mm-hmm. with 8GB RAM. Mm-hmm. And I looked strange to the sales girl. <laughs> Secondly, can I change my laptop from i3 to like i7 <laughs> and how?
0: Well. Okay. Yeah. So iPhones do come with RAMs, right. but um, Apple don't uh, necessarily advertise saying this is mm-hmm. four gig because they really want to keep that un- under wraps. Mm-hmm. But if you are really much into George, phones, you, you know, know about them. I, and, I, and 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 also, no iPhone device currently has got eight gig RAM. Mm-hmm. Right. The highest they have now is six gig, six gig, gig RAM. RAM. That is the 13 Pro Max. It's up to six gig RAM. So, yeah, they have RAMs, but most people don't know, of course, for so maybe what you you were looking at for. You just have to mention the size of the storage, mm-hmm. yeah. which could be like. That's usually the priority. But you, you
1: see, that the thing is that the sales girl at the phone shop won't know. Right. Okay. Right. The f- sales girl, even the, 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 the technician might, might not, not know. Okay. Yeah. So, you have to do your due diligence. And when you mm-hmm. go to the shop, just buy what you want and just do it. Yeah.
2: Second part um, can I change my laptop from i3 to i7?
1: Usually, laptops, because of their form factor, and especially now, everything is being built on board, and they become very, very difficult for you to upgrade. I mean, Apple has been getting a lot of flack. But, I mean, if you look at it, that is the best for where we are going. Okay. Everything has to be custom-made. So, if you are ordering it, you buy exactly what you want and stick to it. If you think that you have outgrown it, you sell it off and get another one. But for desktop, that is where desktops are still relevant if you are doing something that you think that your needs are going to grow with time then it, it and you don't need that mobility or you can afford a second computer then it's better to go in for a desktop. Right. Yeah,
0: so, but I just wonder whether there are some high-end um, laptops like maybe going for Alienware or MSI or some rogue laptops that allows you to swap processors. Those are very high-end and, and contains and those high are, graphics. Those are bigger and heavier. <laughs> yes, so yes.
2: please just bear that in mind.
1: <laughs> two power supplies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the machines with the two power supplies. Peter Hyde, um, I use... I mean, it's not necessarily related to what we're discussing, but I use... Um, um, DXDI, D-XDI Um, command to check operating specifications for the Windows laptop. What is the command for the Mac to check the same thing?
0: Uh, I'm not sure of Mac, but normally when you open your Mac, you click on the Apple logo at the top top left. Then you go to about this Mac. Mm then when you go to there, you click on system reports. That gives you everything, everything. that um, it sh- it shows everything. like you get Everything.
2: My laptop now does not pick my phone when I connect the USB cord, so I'm unable to transfer files between the computer and the phone. I mean, there are a number of reasons for this. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily related to what we're discussing today. I'm about to start an online course program. Um, which internet speed or Wi-Fi service would you recommend? Unfortunately, I don't think we can get into yes. the specifics because uh, of the topic today. I think we're discussing the laptop today.
0: cord issue, it, 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 it could be with your usb cable yes yeah. that's what's
2: that's cool. fundamentally where you should yeah. start from philip um can you ask your panelists which one is the best laptop or desktop <laughs> captain Charles from spin it goes
0: back to our first um use same, case scenario use case scenario all
2: right so now that we've gotten the questions out of the way where are we headed now when it comes to computing power especially with everything that we are seeing from Apple and from Windows and all of those other manufacturers. What, what, what is the next stage?
0: Okay, okay. Just, just before you get into that, there are some, just some few stuff. I just want to add, you should also look yeah. out for when you're going to get them. There are other stuff like keyboard. Mm-hmm. When some people are going to buy laptops, look for the keyboard. Whether it's in the evening, it's, it's got light, dark and glue back and all that. Some people also look for the attach parts, how big they are, how small they are and all that so those are some other considerations you want to also consider pocket. and also the sound <laughs> the sound some people yeah. want hamacadon some people want now uh, you know it's it all just, about, about the pocket, pocket and yeah. all that. some also wants laptops that are aluminium or plastic based so those are some other considerations you should consider when you are going for laptops. So some people cannot, do like
1: flashy laptop yes, nice then, looking then that's all about that yes. yeah um so um philip for your your, your question um now, the computers that we, we, we are using now, the processors, they, they break all the data into what we call bits, and they process it. The next level that we are looking at is what we call quantum quantum computing. I mean, that is the next level, you know, but that is still quite a way off. So now they are talking about things like AI, where the computer itself has, uh, the processor has aspects that... Um, uh, um, um, Consider what you do on a day-to-day basis and it adjusts itself as to how to serve you best so that it can work very, very fast. Right. Then it has neural engines and all those things that optimize everything, you know, and make them work very, very efficiently. Now,
2: with now the reason why I, I speak about the new definitions mm-hmm. is clearly because of what Apple is doing in this space. Mm-hmm. So now, when you buy, for example, the machines that were outdoed yesterday, mm-hmm. when you buy... <laughs> Um, an MX, for example, right? M1 Pro. M1 Pro. I mean, what you can do with it, if they say they are giving you a 16 gig in an MX Pro, mm. as compared to a Windows 32 gig, yeah, it's obvious that you are dealing with a completely different kettle yeah, of yeah, yeah, fish, yeah, 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 yeah. just because of the architecture. Yes. of the processor. And and that is that is what I, I, I need your, your viewpoints on.
1: I, I think that to start with, you have to understand where Apple has come from. Right. Okay. Now, when Apple um, um, set up to do the iPhone, for example, uh, everybody was like, okay, so what is a computer manufacturer coming to do in that space? Because before that, you have companies like um, Hewlett-Packard and Dell owning the PDA space and Scion and all those things, you know? So they were thinking that, okay, those companies should be the ones to be able to do a smartphone, not Apple who is into, but that knowledge that they've gained over the years, they translated it, you know, and they were able to bring out a device that changed all the rules. And once again, they are doing the same thing. And to add up to that, we have to remember that Apple at, uh, at that time was running on PowerPC processors. Okay. Okay, and they realized that where they are going, the Power PC and the company behind it, which was IBM, were not in the position to give them the tools they need, and this was evident in one of um, the lectures that um, Steve Jobs gave. He, I mean, he he said it outright, you know. So they transitioned to the Intel processors, and from Power PC to Intel, it was a total switch but because of their determination they were able to do it now this time around they realized that intel is not taking them in that direction so once again it was coming full circle but because they've done it before they knew what it takes right. okay so, so now, sort of
2: were picking lessons from exactly the architecture behind the computing power of an iphone es- and almost sort of translating exactly. it is that
1: is that what is going
2: on and, and, divine
1: and to understand it better what they are doing now started in 2007 with the iphone right okay if you follow their processes everything just links up perfect
0: yeah so i think um you better appreciate this when you understand how processes work they are based on just basic two architectures we have the arm architecture nx86 which intel uses amd also uses now um the arm is what powers our mobile phones our tablets and and now Apple has brought it to the computer oh, space. Yeah. How it works is that you know with Intel and how your machine works, your RAM is sitting somewhere else, your processor is somewhere else, and your graphic processor unit is somewhere else. Now Apple, for like based on how ARM architecture works, want to put all these things into one small box. So instead of when you your machine comes on. You, you click on a command, it's going to go to the processor to pick a command before coming to the graphic processor and do everything. It's all in one small box. So with that, things become faster. Right. It uses um, less power to process your information. So it's, it, when you look at how um, they call it system-on-chip mm-hmm. architecture, so right. everything is on one chip, right. unlike the Intel, Base or RM, AR, uh, AMD, how they work currently. Yeah. So you can look at it in, in, in the sense of, let's say, a primary school teacher against maybe a university professor now primary school teacher in this sense will become like the arm which powers mobile phones and all that now when you go to a primary school teacher him he, he or she may have the ability to teach all the courses in the class so they teach your kids all the courses when you get to an inter-based professor because the university lecture is there one person masters only one course only so when you go one to topic, lectures, one actually, topic actually sometimes yeah, one subject one topic then you have to move to the other lecture and do that that's how inter intel behaves right. so because of that like more power is used in terms of how Intel operates, and it's not becoming efficient. Right. Apple used the, 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 the knowledge they gained from smartphones, as Eddie mentioned, everything earlier, having everything in a small device, and brought that now to computers. To computers. And now, considering everybody chatting about green environments and all everything, we want to get to things that will let us use less power and all those things. ARM has better their processor speed and stuff over time because of the advent of smartphones right. now. So they are bringing that technology and it's even powering supercomputers. Yeah. And it's powering computers now. So the most law that says that for every two years, you're going to see increased process power is not even being defeated. So those who are seeing maybe M1, um, max now and you're praising it i tell you in the next two years you're going to see even better power better processor speed and stuff so mm. that's where we are heading to that's the future of well it's
2: a very scary future but <laughs> for if if you are someone who enjoys you know getting the very best in terms of processing power and processing speed it's something that would excite you um Final messages AMD has made great progress in heat reduction in, in their processes. Yeah. They are yeah. now fairly cooler than mm-hmm. some Intel CPUs. Yeah. AMD is still king of multi-core workloads on the go that's coming yeah. from Interceptor and mm-hmm. La And um, please ask the panelists if it is true that AMD processes overheat as compared, and we've we've discussed that. Please can you give um, a description for a machine, for live stream, for a church. And should it be a desktop or a laptop? Maybe desktop.
0: it should go for the power user category. That we Go for a powerful desktop.
2: My HP 7550 desktop computer screen flickers whenever I turn it on. We would try and discuss and give you some answers yeah. to your computer challenges um next week in the show my question is if the i9 heat threshold will make it slow won't the i7 threshold make it relatively slower still with the i9 having an advantage
1: no no it it, it depends on the environment right and and all the variables okay so if where the i9 is going to have an advantage is if all things being equal Okay, right. so like I said, it depends on what you are doing. At a certain point, diminishing returns comes in.
2: Um, I, cite, I cited a particular website and all my files are encrypted now. Can't open... <laughs> ransomware, uh, ransomware. <laughs> but anyway um please scroll down so um um we 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 have taken note of your your messages especially those of you having um some challenges um with your machines mm-hmm. and we will address majority of these questions in our show next week but then if you have visited a website and all your files are encrypted and you can't open it it's Ransom. com- it's ransomware PM. and you 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 would have to either pay up or or something else. <laughs> I'm told the SSDs do not crash. How true is this?
1: yes they don't crash, but they have a maximum number of read and write. So when they get when you get to that, that forget <laughs> it. Um, you always need a, a backup yeah. if if you're using an SSD. How do you determine
2: the generation of a laptop?
0: Yeah, just the, the, the processor. That, that's what normally we use to determine. And so. it will be
2: on the box yes, when you purchase. Yes, or you can
0: right-click it. on my computer, go to properties, and you see your computer processor and all. And
2: then it, everything. Yeah. All right, so that's where we cool. draw the curtains down on the show. Um, a big thank you to Divine and to Edward for the insights on the show. I do hope it's been helpful to you. Um, next week we are hoping to try to understand from a phone point of view. Today was a laptop point of view. Today we are doing. Next week we are hopefully going to get into the from a phone point of view what you know you should consider when you're making a purchase and then for those of you who had questions we'll try and bring you some answers next week as well my name is for the a big thank you to the production team as well for making the show happen but until next week stay techy <coughs>